This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch HaMavon. We're continuing Da'af HaShur. We're learning Mishach Tuxubah, Da'af Mem, Ahmed Bez. As you know, the, our campaign is launching in 48 hours. If anyone uh, could be Mishtatev and help us uh, continue the efforts of Mechon Magad Rakia, which uh, I believe is a very go- a good investment because you'll have a chilek in Harbatz uh, Zatara that has very wide dissemination. Thank you very much. Okay, we're continuing Masech Tzubais. Daf Mem Amidbeis. Let's start from the Gemara. Five lines from the bottom of Mem Amid Aleph. The Gemara says like this. The Gemara says that the Mishnah said that you pay for the Knas 50 Sela, 50 Shkalim, and then besides that you pay Baisha Supagam. So the Gemara wants to know, well, maybe you just pay flat rate, 50 shkalim, that covers everything. Says Gemara, ve'ima chamishim slam, amar achmana, mikomili, maybe the Torah says 50 sela from everything. 50 sela from everything. So amar abzera, no, that's illogical, that's not reasonable. Yoimru ba'al bas malachim chamishim, ba'al bas hadyoitois chamishim. Doesn't make sense to say that there's no difference if you violate, yet relations with the daughter of a king, or the daughter of an average, a regular person. It's all the same. How could it be that 50 is an all-inclusive payment? That means there's no difference in the payment of Baishas, how important the person that was violated is. not reasonable. Rather, it's more reasonable there's a 50 shekel flat rate, and then you pay Baishas on top of that, depending on the person who was violated. So Gemara says, what are you talking about? We find other penalties in the Torah that are flat rate. Irrespective of the um, irrespective of who the person was, so Abayi said, back to Rabzei, we know that if somebody's ox gores an Eved, where you pay 30 shekel, it's a fixed rate, then it doesn't make sense to say that irrespective of what the Eved does, whether he is a jeweler, or whether he just does Maisa Machat, it's 30. But rather, Reb Zeira said, If two people violate the woman, one has relations with her in the normal manner, and one has relations with her in the unnormal manner. That means from behind. Now, Tysus points out that it's really out of order because first, the person who had relations with her, Shaloi Kedarka, lived with her. Now he, by having relations with her, Shaloi Kedarka, she remains a Basula because he didn't break her Basulam. He didn't even enter over there. But nevertheless, he makes her go down in value. So are you going to tell me that if somebody lived with her Shalai Kedarka, and then someone lived with her Kedarka, are you going to say, Yoimru Baal Shalema Chamishim, Baal Paguma Chamishim? The first one lived with her when she was Shalem, and he would pay 50, and the second one lived with the woman who was Pagum. Now her Basulam weren't broken, but she was Pagum. So it's not Mestaber, that the Boishas and the Pagam 
are the same by all women. Because does it make sense that if somebody lived with a woman who was never lived with in any manner, you pay the same as a woman who was lived with Shalai Kedarka? So it's, it's not reasonable. Now it sounds like the Gemara already tried this, right? Because the Gemara said, Yomru Baal Bas Malachim Chamishim, Yomru Baal Bas Hedyoytos Chamishim. How is this argument any different than the first argument? There's a fundamental difference over here. The first argument was, there's no difference inherent in the woman, it's an external factor. Whether her yichos is of more prestigious nature than a regular woman, so that's external. So then, you could say, uh, that, that's more reasonable to hear. You know what? Even though the, the boishas was different by the two women, but you could, un- you could understand that the Torah gave a flat rate because fundamentally there's no difference between the women. It just happens to be one had, came from a more uh, prestigious stock than the other. But here we're pointing out that there's something fundamentally different between the women. You could have a woman who has never been lived with and a woman who was lived with. Then there's something inherent about the respective qualities of these two women. There is harder to hear that, that there's a uniform price uh, irrespective of... There's a uniform price um, irrespective of what, what condition she's in. So the Gemara counters that. You could say the same thing by an Eved. You could say the same thing by an Eved. So the ox gore the Eved. But it should matter what kind of condition the Eved is in. So, therefore, we see elsewhere in the Torah that even though there is a fundamental difference between two different people, the Torah gives a flat rate. But rather, Abaye said, Amar Akra, the Pasuk says, Tachas Asher Ina. It says, V'nosan ho'ish ha'shoichev ima la'avi hanara chamishim kasef. V'loi siel isha, Tachas Asher Ina. The 50 shekel is given because you afflicted her. That implies the 50 is for living with her. Meklal te'ika from here we can infer that there is because it says the 50 is specifically for the affliction but from here we learn there is mm. interesting because how about Sar? Right? You pay tsar as well. Why do you pay tsar as well? Why don't we say tsar is included in tachas asher ina? What does ina mean? Ina means the affliction, right? So why do you pay tsar on top of that? Why don't we say tachas asher ina? Why doesn't that include the tsar? Okay. Um, in any event, says the Gemara, maybe the Boishas and Pagam go to her. No, excuse me, I skipped. Rava Amar, Amar Kra, Vinashtan Ha'ish, Hashoichiv Ima, La'avi Anara, Chamishim Kasef. And the man who lay with her gives to the father Nara 50 Kasef, which implies Hanoas Shriva. The 50 Kasef is for laying with her. Nun is 50. Meklal Deika Boishas and From here, we could infer that there is Boishas and Pagam. So either we learn from Tachas Asher Ina. For the Ina, there's Bir Boshas and Pagam, 
but not for, um, excuse me, for, the 50 is for the Ina, Boishas Begam is on top of that, or the 50 is for the Hanas Shchiva, Boishas Begam is on top of that. So now the Gemara says, maybe it goes to her. Because technically, the 50 shekel is what the Torah says goes to the father. But now that there are payments on top of that, maybe those payments go to her. Toysus asks, didn't we say on Daflam and Chesam that Boishas and Pagam are hukash to Knas? So why don't we say if the Knas goes to the father, the Boishas and Pagam goes to the father? Toysus says, that Hekish is after the fact. After we have legitimate source that not only does the father get the Knas, he gets the Boishas and Pagam, that substantiates that they're in fact hukash lahadadi. Okay, so the Gemara asks the Emel Adam, maybe the other payments go to her. Says Gemara Amar Kra Binureha Beisavia. It says in the parsha of Hafars Nadarim, parsha's Matois coming up. Binureha in her youth, Beisavia in her father's house, from which we learn Kol Shvach Nurel Lavia. All appreciation of her youth goes to the father. That it says by Nadarim. But nevertheless, the fact that it says Benureha next to Beisavia, we learn out that the, sta- the state of Nureha is Beisavia. Says Gemara, Belahad Amar Huna Amarav. That which Rav Huna said in the name of Rav, Minayin Shamasa Habas Laaviha. How do I know that when a daughter works, it goes to the father? How do I know? You send your kid to the coal mines, they make 17 cents a day, and then you get to keep the money, right? That's basically what you do when you send your kids to camp to be a waiter, right? The only thing is, in the coal mines, they make more money. And in coal mines, you don't have to pay $5,000 for them to go to the coal mine. But when you send them to camp, not only do you have to pay an exorbitant fee, they also pay them less than minimal wages. Okay, I just thought I would mention that. But how do you know, how do you know that the Work of a daughter goes to her father. ish as la'ama. The man will sell his daughter as a maidservant. So it's comparing one's daughter to a maidservant. Mama ama masida Just like a maidservant, her handiwork goes to her master. Afbas masida So to a daughter, her handiwork goes to her father. So why does Rav need a, a source? A limud that the father gets the handiwork of his daughter. Why can't he learn it from typically mi savia? Why can't he darshan when she's a nara? She's in her father's domain. Must be you can't learn that from them. That's because that pasuk is said by annulling vows. It says And if you're going to say learn out from there, na 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 ma'mayna me'isura You cannot learn out. Money from Isser. Meaning, it must be you can't learn out from Benorah Beis Savia because it's, that's by Hafars Nadarm. And you can't learn out from there because you can't learn out Maman from Isser. Vichitema Nelef Miknas, if you're going to learn out from Kenaset, if the Kenas goes to the father, the Boisha Sepagamsha goes to the father, Mamayna Miknas So, how in fact do we know the father gets Boisha Sepagam? Says the Gemara, it's a Svara. The father clearly has 
sovereignty over the daughter regarding Boishas Pagam, because he has the capacity to marry her off and cause her shame if he marries her off to some uh, you know, low-character guy and cause her to become Nifgam. Says, Because he could have given her over to a, to a deplorable in Yana Dioima and a Mukashchin and somebody who is um, wounded, full of boils. So the fact that he could have done that to her I don't, it's not pushing what the logic here is. I, I'm saying it a certain way. This is how I understand it. The way I understand it is, I think there's another way to say it, but the way I understand it is, the fact that the father could marry off his daughter and cause her shame and cause her to become nifgam, that demonstrates that he has ownership over her regarding these areas. So that shows he has bilis over the daughter regarding Boishas and Pagam. I believe there's another way to say it, and that is, if somebody embarrasses her, it's like he's taking something away from the father. Why? Because now he can't do it. I, I understand it better the first way I said it. That the fact that the father is able to do it, that demonstrates that he has ownership over the daughter regarding these areas. Okay, let's see the Mishnah. This Mishnah should be very familiar because we basically had this Mishnah and the subsequent Gemara Daflamid Vav. Amar of Yehud Amar Rav, Zu Divrei Rabim, oh, oh, sorry, Mishnah. Any stage that you could sell a woman, you don't get knas if you rape her, which means a katana, you could sell her, a father could sell her. Therefore, if someone rapes her, there's no knas. Whenever there is knas, somebody rapes a nara, the father can't sell her. Meaning, katana you could sell, doesn't have knas. Nara has knas, and there's no mecher. You would say, well, she doesn't get a knas, so maybe you could sell her. No, neither. You can't sell her and there's no knas. We skipped? Oh, thank you. Okay, the good doctor is telling me I skipped. Yeah, thank you. Backtrack, sorry. Pagam. That's The Mishnah says that how do we determine Pagam? We look at her if she was a Shivcha. How much would she... Garner on the market if she was not a if she was a basula. How much would she garner if she's lost her basulim? And that's what you pay. So so the gemara asks, Hechi um, How do you evaluate her? Amar Avua de Shmuel, the father of Shmuel said, Oimdin kama adam We evaluate how much would a person want to give? How would a person? How much would a person pay? Bein shivcha basula shivcha between a shivcha that's a basula and a shivcha that is a bula. L'shamshe, to serve him. Meaning, how much more is it worth to have a, a shivcha that is a basula? Says Gemara, what are you talking about? If she's just making him coffee, what's an afkamina, whether she's a basula or a baula? Shivcha baula, l'shamshe, my nafkalamina. A shivcha is a baula, what's an afkamina? She's serving him, she's, she's mopping the floor. 
What difference does it make whether she's a basula or baula? Says Gemara Ella Bain Shivcha baula la Shivcha she'ena baula la Asiya la Avdai. The difference would be if he wants to marry off to the Shivcha to the Eved, so it's more valuable to have a basula than a baula. To which the Gemara asks, of what relevance is it to him whether he marries her off, or whether he marries to his Eved a Shivcha is a basula or a baula? Why does a master marry off a shivcha to his eved? He's trying to produce offspring. So he, he could not care, he could care less if she's a basulabul. It's irrelevant to him. So why, why does it matter? Um, says Gemara, Regarding the servant, what difference does it make? So Gemara says, We're talking about an eved who serves his master very uh, with great dedication. And the master wants to compensate him and show him some gratitude, so he would want to give him the experience of a basula. So that the extra value, um, that extra value is the difference in price. Friends, it doesn't sound like it makes that much of a difference, you know. Can you imagine? The guy rapes a woman... And he's paying, you know, two pennies on the dollar. Why? Because if he would have an Evid who he wants to give, I mean, uh, doesn't sound like a major uh, markup and difference. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Kalmakam Mecher in Knas. Any woman that you could sell, meaning a katana, in Knas. There's no knas for violating her. V'chol makoim sheyesh knas, and any woman who there is a knas, namely for an ara, in mecher. There's no, you can't sell her, you can't sell an ara. So the Mishnah explains, katana yesh la mecher, katana has, you could sell, ve'en la knas, there's no knas. Nara, an ara yesh la knas, has knas, ve'en la mecher, you can't sell her. Havagaras, in la loy mecher la knas. Havagaras, you can't sell, and there's no knas. And of course, we remember that this mission is Rav Meir, who holds there's no knas for a katana. But the Chachamim hold, there is a knas for a katana. It says, This mission goes like Rav Meir. Even at a stage that you could sell a woman, there is knas. The Tanya, as we learned in Abraisa, Katana, from one day old until she... Grows two hairs. Yeshla mecher, you could sell her. Ve'in la knas, and there is no knas. This again is Rameir. Misha tavishtei sarois, once she's twelve years old and she brings two hairs, ad shetibager until she's twelve and a half. Yeshla knas, she has knas, and ve'in la mecher, and there's no mecher. Devei Rameir, this is opinion of Rameir. Shahay Rameir Oimer, because Rameir would say, Kamakam sheyesh mecher. Ain knas. Whenever you could sell her a katana, there's no knas. Chomakim sheish knas. Whenever there's a knas, a nara imachar you can't sell her. Bachachamim oimrim. The sages say, katana mibas gimoshana v'yamechad ba'ad shatibager. Three year old until she becomes a bageras. Yeshla knas. She does get knas. In contradistinction to a mayor. So Gemara says, knas in mechar loy. She gets knas and you can't sell her. So Gemara says, no. Even though you could sell her, there's still knas. Ah, now the moment you've been waiting for. 
What's the reason of Rameir? Why does Rameir hold that a katana does not get a knas? Says the Gemara, Amar Kra Veloi Isha. To him she will be as a wife. The parsha of Oynes says, and to him she will be as a wife. We're talking about only you raped someone who could have married herself off. Namely, a Nara and not a Ketana. The The whole parish of Knas was only taught to a woman who you are, um, who could have married herself off. Rabbanon and the Rabbanon say no. Amari Shlokish, you ready for this? Olive Cook. Kuf. By the way, I haven't seen this. We had it before in the Ahmed. I have, I have not seen this Rashi Tevis before. Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, Nar. Okay, there's a, a very important Bach. Shout out to the Bach. Without the Bach, this Gemara is inexplicable. You have to take out the hay in the word Nara. Nar. It says in the Pasuk, uh, the Pasuk says, It's spelled without a hay. It's a creek, it's a creek siv. It's ksiv nar. It's red nara. When it's, when the fact that it says nara filu ketana b'mashma. Interesting, no? That without the hay, the Torah wrote it without a hay as a creek siv to teach the din of the chachamim that even a ketana gets a knas. Shomer Papa Breder of Hanami Bey Kluches Rapapa, the son of Rav Hanan from Bey Kluches, heard. Azal Amra Kamed Rav Shimi Barashi. He went and he told this teaching of Rish Lakish to Rav Shimi Barashi. Amra Alei Rav Shimi Barashi said, Atona Mas Nisula. You learned Rish Lakish's teaching on that. Anana Hamas Nisula. We learned Rish Lakish's teaching on as follows. Amra Rish Lakish. We know Moitzi Shemra is somebody does Kedushin to a woman, and then after he lives with her, he said, you know, she wasn't a Basula. She, uh, she had relations with a man before the Nesuin. So if it turns out that he was Moitzi Shemra, the Allah is he has to pay a money, and he has to marry her, and he can never divorce her. But what if someone is Moitzi Shemra and a Katana, he's Pater. Why? Shenemar v'nosnu la'avi hana'ara. It says Nara with a hay. Nara mole di It's talking Davka better Nara, but not a katana, because it says Nara with a hay. Sigmar says, of course we're talking about Nara and not a katana, because in that parsha it talks about that if he's told the truth, then you put the girl to death. Now you never put a katana to death. She's not a bar oinshin. So clearly we're talking about a nara. So why do I need a drusha? Oh, it says nara with a hay. I don't care how it says with a hay, without a hay. Obviously it's not talking about a katana. You don't need a drusha to learn that it's not talking about a katana. It's obvious from the context that you would have put her to death if the rumors are true that we're not talking about a katana. Maskaflorava time of the Rahmana Nara. The reason why we say it's not talking about a katana is because it says nara with a hey halav hachi, but otherwise have amina afilu katana. How could that be? Vaksiv ve'emes haya hadavar hazeh loy nimtzu besulim la nara v'hoitziu es hanara el pesach beisavia uskaluha. 
But rather, here, over here we're talking about a nara. Meaning, we know we're talking about a nara, not a ktana, because obviously only someone who's a basoinshin. But rather, the way you should learn it is, here, we're talking about a nara. The reason why it says Nara with a hey is not to say Dafka Nara Naraktana. I know Dafka Nara Naraktana. It says Nara with a hey to teach that any time it doesn't say with a hey, it's even a katana. Okay. That, that's the end of Daf Memma base. Do you want to hold on, uh, two minutes? Um, Dr. Asi asked me on Daf Mem Amin Alf. I wanna, I wanna, it's an interesting question. I want to address two questions. First of all, what about, you know, nowadays, if something happens to somebody, you have, you know, what is it called? PTD or PTS? You know, you have trauma. So, if, PTSD. PTSD, right? So, you know, if somebody rapes someone, you have to pay knas, and you have to pay uh, tsar and boishas. What about psychological pain? You know, you're paying tsar. What about trauma? I mean, does it exist? According to the Torah viewpoint, does it exist? So I was thinking, you know, I asked before, how do you know you paid tsar? Maybe tachas hasharina, the affliction, the affliction, right? That's the tsar. So it could be, no. The 50 knas is the affliction. What affliction? Not the physical affliction, it's the psychological affliction. That's the knas. That is the knas. Not that the Torah doesn't, uh, doesn't value trauma. The, the 50 is the, tra- the ina, when we say re'eva onyenu, see our affliction. That's not the pain, that's refu. Refainu is the pain. That is the physical pain. Re'eva onyenu is, see our uh, affliction, our, our anguish. So the tachas ina, I would say the knas is for the, you know, the trauma of the situation. By the way, Asi, you also asked on Omid Aleph, um, you know, the, the Gemara said that uh, there's a difference between Mila and the Asay of marrying the woman who was raped, because if, if, over here, if she would say, I don't want, so it's not that... Um, the Lashon of the Gemara is Mi'isa la'asei klal. Would there be an ase at all? I think what the Gemara means is, there's a mitzvah that if somebody rapes one, he has to marry her. If she says, I don't want, you see, by yibum, if, if a woman says, uh, if a man says, I don't want to do yibum, he's mavatel the mitzvah. He's doing chalitza, but he's still mavatel yibum. It's not like chalitza, by doing chalitza, that that takes care of the fact that he's not doing Yibam. No, he still didn't do Yibam. He's still missing out on Yibam. But if a man, um, if a woman says, I don't, want you, I don't want to marry you, then there is no Asay. The Asay sort of dissipates. Okay, something to think about. Have a good night, everyone. Agun Shabbos, Brachavatzlacha, Kol Tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.